Hello and welcome to the Kinda Queer podcast, hosted by a couple of Kinda Queer folks. My name is Ryan, and I am a cis pansexual man. I'm Annika, and I am a bisexual something. We're, we're figuring it out. Hey, that's great. <laughs> Love to hear it. Um, so <laughs> I guess, I guess we should start with the, the, the things that you do know, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Start off a little bit easier. So, uh, when did you know that you were bi and if you can remember what made you realize that you were bi? Well, I mean, I guess I always viewed, I guess, girls differently, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize I viewed girls differently. And then this is this is very specific. Eighth, I think it was eighth grade came around, and uh-huh. I watched. Was it eighth grade? I don't know. Whenever Avengers: Age of Ultron came oh. out, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I realized I had a massive crush on Elizabeth Olsen, aka Wanda Maximoff from the movie. Uh huh. And at first, I didn't know if I wanted to be her because I was always, you know, I had like a penchant for like the witchy stuff and like the overpowered female characters, yeah. as one would. Uh-huh. And and then I'm like, wait, she's kind of hot. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, that domino effect into everything. And now I can proudly say I'm bisexual. Well, that's fantastic. That <laughs> Avengers, you know, of all the things. Avengers, the worst Avengers movie. <laughs> yeah, Avengers Age of Ultron, you know, it's great. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of funny. So do you just go into like Disney Plus now and you're just like, oh, yes. Oh, my. Give it all to me. <laughs> I, I do have pictures of Elizabeth Olsen served on my phone, so... <laughs> you know what? You gotta respect the OG girl crush. Yes, of course. You, you have to. Otherwise, you're doing something wrong. Exactly. Honestly, I don't remember who, like, my first uh, guy crush was. But I can guarantee you it was probably just, like, uh, some some twink from some TV show. That's probably what it was. Yeah, and then I'm, like, looking back, like, you know, when I'm finally comfortable in my sexuality and stuff like that, I'm, like, looking back on, like, my childhood TV shows. I'm, like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't this character. It wasn't this. It was the worst Avengers movie. (laughs) I'm, like, looking back, and I'm, like, it wasn't Shigo from, like, Impossible. It wasn't (laughs) Kintara from Avatar The Last Airbender. It wasn't um, Alex from Wizards of Waverly Place. No, it 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 was Wanda Maximoff for some reason. That made me realize it. You just, like listed off my childhood too so yeah <laughs> just like looking back like how was i not like i guess attracted in a similar way or maybe i was and i just didn't realize it yeah because i i've you very you should have at least had a crush on alex exactly exactly i mean i do now but uh, yeah of course because i i know i certainly did but i also yeah yeah, I also I also had a crush on David Henry. So who really, you know? It's... Oh my god! <laughs> it was just like everyone that was even slightly attractive on TV. I was like, yes, 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 thank you. You know, Selena Gomez and David David Henry dated, right? Did they? Yeah. Oh, that that feels weird to know now. It does. It does, doesn't it? It wow. And then Selena Gomez went to his wedding. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> As she better. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, that's weird. Mm. That is kind of weird. It's like, it's not incest, but it feels like incest. It, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
you know, moving on from the kind of weird oh my <laughs> sort of incest thing, um, uh, how has coming out been for you, if you have at all? Like, have you had good experiences, bad experiences? Um, well, in general, I've sort of come out in, a, in like, the, what is it, the least showy way. I just... Mm-hmm. It, I guess it, if it comes up, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm bisexual. If it doesn't, oh, well. Yeah. I'm sort of like, I'm not, this was especially like in high school and stuff, right? Because that's yeah. when I finally like figured myself out. I, hmm, I was just the more of a, I'm not hiding it, but I'm not actively going out and telling people this. Like even my friends, I don't know. If you ask my friends, they'd probably not be able to like pinpoint a specific time when I told them, hey, I'm bisexual. It was always kind of just a known thing. Uh-huh. However, I'm not super out to my parents. There was one experience with my mother that I'm very confused about. I don't know if it went well or if it went wrong. But as of right now, I think my mother either completely forgot about it or <laughs> is just trying to hide the fact that she knows it, it's, mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, it just shove it underneath like the, exactly. the closet, you know. It's, well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. She's pretending it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> as you do uh as i did for a while um yeah i definitely had a very similar experience like throughout all of high school and like the end of middle school which is when i first realized that i was uh oh my God, that, I, that i liked men I, I was like you know i'm just gonna not tell anyone i'm not gonna go out of my way to you know not tell people Except for that yeah. one time when my friend asked me, he was like, hey, are you, are you gay? I was like, no, silly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, especially in high school when I was got like more confident about it for myself anyway, I was like, I'm still not out to like my dad, but in general, like when I was more confident about it, like around people that I didn't know, like complete random strangers or like my friends, I was more like, I don't really care if they know or not. So, like, if it comes up, like, if they ask again, then I would say yes. But, uh, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. Do do you remember who the first person you told, or at least the first person you, like, explicitly told that you were bi? Explicitly? I don't don't know. Like, obviously, it would be someone, like, one of my friends from high school, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't ever remember explicitly telling them that i just remember it being kind of a thing because and then oh surprise surprise one of my like best friend is also bi uh-huh. so <laughs> that was funny i guess and then at the same thing too i don't think we ever actually explicitly told each other we were bi mm-hmm. it was just a thing that existed though yeah. so i do the only time i do remember explicit explicit well my god explicitly saying i was bi was funny enough at that our journalism camp thing oh yeah. i w- i told ashton and sophia just straight up oh hey <laughs> i'm bisexual we were in the laundry room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i just remember straight up saying that hey gotta start somewhere yeah isn't it weird how like i mean at that point i assume you weren't complete strangers but isn't it weird how it's easier to just go up to like a complete stranger and be like yeah i'm gay <laughs> yeah no it's so much easier oh my god that you just know you're you're probably never gonna see them again mm-hmm. or at the same time you, you're not gonna see them enough where it like affects your life 
Exactly. It's like, you know, if you, if, if I tell you and you completely despise gay people, then that's fine. Cause I just don't have to talk to you ever again. Oh, the most you could do is hate crime me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can hate crime me. And <laughs> that's fine. You know, I, I just kind of accept it at that point. You'd be like, you know, fair. Uh, yeah. You shouldn't do that to other people. That's not what I'm saying. But me don't, personally. Don't hate crime other people. <laughs> yeah. Personally. I, I, I wouldn't mind dying sometimes, so... Oh, you know. no, I know what you mean. <laughs> Imagine... No, you know what? Getting hate crime, you'd probably have a really good scholarship coming up. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, I, I'll take the free money. I'll take exactly. it. Exactly. It's like when you don't um, look both ways when you cross the street in the hopes of, you know, getting hit. <laughs> yeah, I remember... Um, you brought it up, but, like, the viewers probably don't... No, or the listeners, I always say viewers as if they're watching this with their eyes. It's like, no, you're listening. Um, uh, we went to a journalism camp program thingy yeah. that was kind of partially associated with like the Boston Globe and other people who are important in journalism. Yes. Yeah. And I don't really know how to explain it, but it it was honestly really fun and I had it a, was. I had a great time there. But also that was I I never like told anyone there that I was like, you know, gay, but Yeah. The, I I feel like that was probably like the first experience where I was like I was like hinting at it to people. <laughs> We like, did do your makeup, I'm pretty sure, yes, right? Yes, that like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Late at night in the dorms. Yeah. That yes. That was one of the events where that happened. Cause I remember like when when we first like uh all got together and like started talking about like interests and stuff for so they mm-hmm. could find ideas for us. I I just casually brought up like, oh you know, LGBTQ stuff. Oh yeah. It completely flew, to be honest, I think that completely just, like, flew my mind mostly because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's normal, that's cool, you know? Uh Like, it's nothing more than, oh, how's the weather kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, the thing is, a straight person could do that very easily. Like, you don't have to be be gay to, like, be interested in that. But uh, for me, I was definitely, like, trying to hint at, like, yeah, so... Uh, I wouldn't mind, you know, doing something like that. And then, yeah. uh, and then, yeah, the, the makeup thing, like there, were, I, I don't remember who it was, but there was at least some other person who was like, didn't want to do it. I was like, no, I want to do it. Just do it, man. Was it, oh my God, I know Ashton did his makeup. Um, I, I don't, I don't, it's, oh my God, it feels so long ago. It does, it does. I'm actually currently looking at the picture. You <laughs> rock a red lip really well. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, I realized before doing this, like, a, a while ago, that I enjoyed having my makeup done because of drama. Like, I, I never was an actor, but, like, I was one oh, of the yeah. techies, and, like, it mm-hmm. was a tradition to have, like, the techies get their makeup done by the actors before, like, going out to the, the after party after the show. And, like, it was then that I was like, oh, well, I don't, I don't hate this, you know? I guess the other question that I have is, are there any childhood things, childhood memories that you can think about where now that you look back on them 
they 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 could have been a sign that you were gay or it's just like you know how well, i should have known earlier i genuinely this is <laughs> this might come as a shock to many i'm sure a lot of people actually experience this i don't remember a lot of my childhood to be honest <laughs> uh-huh. like you know everyone's like especially oh my god t- freaking tiktok oh it's like god. they're like spouting psychological facts left and right and they're like oh if you can't m- m- remember most of your childhood you probably experienced something traumatic and I'm like ah crap <laughs> what <laughs> excuse me and I, I generally don't remember like a specific memory but i mean i did love to be what is it a tomboy i guess mm-hmm. i preferred being a tomboy and like specifically went out of my way to be a tomboy but looking back on that that could have just been like you know internalized misogyny because i didn't yeah. want to be a girly girl mm-hmm. so like now i'm like comfortable i with i what is it i guess girly stuff like mm-hmm. if i have a pretty dress i would love to wear it if yeah. i like doing my makeup though it, it, i hate taking it off <laughs> i i like wearing makeup and i like going out looking pretty and everything right yeah but i hate it because taking it off is so difficult it is it is such a pain but yeah the only like indicator i have is that i um i dressed like a tomboy but that's kind of out the window now considering i like what is traditionally considered female girly stuff did you have other than uh wanda maximoff did you have any <laughs> other crushes well now this is I don't know if I had crushes or if I just admired people, you know, mm-hmm. like all my favorite characters were the super strong, independent woman. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm like, OK, was I attracted to this person or was it just, I guess, an admiration? Yeah. Like, because now now I'm like, oh, yeah, Katara from Avatar The Last Airbender is hot. <laughs> but I'm like, as a child, did I think she was hot? Like, you know, it's like kind of one of those realizations like, oh, this person's hot now, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I, th- the, I think one of the worst things for me is a lot of my, I guess, attraction comes with admiration. Mm-hmm. So people I admire, especially well now specifically, um, people I admire, I tend to be attracted towards. I don't. <laughs> that's yeah. such a weird thing to I mean, say, but. No, I think that's usually. Or at least I think that's normal anyway. (laughs) I mean, I usually find people that I admire attractive because it's like, oh, wow, they're so perfect in every way. Yeah. And then it's so hard to, like, you know, draw the line. Like, is this idolization or is this, like, genuine attraction, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here's an – I'm going to give an admission of guilt. Uh, (laughs) I only recently watched Avatar The Last Airbender, like – last oh, year oh no oh my god oh you so you watched it during the resurgence yeah yeah it was my childhood man that was my childhood yeah i only watched it last year because a friend of mine was like you haven't seen it you have to i'm like all right <laughs> and then i watched <laughs> it and i was like why didn't i watch it sooner god yeah avatar the last airbender was my entire childhood man mm-hmm. it was like the only sort of asian representation we had on tv mm-hmm and so it was like, you know, I watched it and and even though like none of my ethnicity and my culture wasn't actually explicitly shown in the show. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a kind of like um, before, like, I don't know if you know this, but the, the new Raya movie, the Disney princess, Raya and the Last Dragon or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So that one's Southeast Asian um, culture. And so that one I'm obviously going to. 
I'm obviously going to kin Raya very, very much. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what is it? Like, b- begin identifying with Raya in that movie a lot more. But mm-hmm. when I was little, I always identified with, like, Mulan because, mm-hmm. oh, she's Asian like me. And then at some points I... And then when Moana came out, even though I'm not Pacific Islander, I'm like, oh, Moana looks a lot more like me than Mulan does. Yeah. So Avatar The Last Airbender was, like, literally the only show I watched. And honestly, think, looking back on it, it should have, like, triggered, what is it, like, a queer response or something. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... The the minute, like, the, the millisecond that Sokka let his hair down, I was oh, just yeah. like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just like, fuck. It's over. I'm, it, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there was that. Uh, and then, in, you know, Zuko, my boy Zuko. Yeah, I knew I had a crush on Zuko. Mm-hmm. It was, I really wish I had watched that show sooner. But yeah. I didn't because I'm fucking lame. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you brought this up to me before uh, we started recording and so I have the question for you now. In what ways have you been questioning your pronouns? Well, okay. So I, with everyone, you know, I don't, I think this is actually common right now because so because of, you know, COVID-19 and everything, a lot of people are staying inside and they don't have to, I guess, what like perform for the, for like society in the outside world. So a lot mm-hmm. of people have sort of been discovering themselves. Like that's why we have an unprecedented amount of people like coming out and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess like staying inside was a part of that. So, but this is so funny. I, I, I joke about this, but I don't know if this is genuinely the case. Mm-hmm. So my name is, I guess, fairly unique in America, Annika, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It's fairly unique. So I've gotten a lot, and I mean a lot of mispronunciations of my name. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I just like you know stopped caring. I'm like, oh, you can call me Anika, you can call me Annika. I really don't care. Uh-huh. My favorite high school teacher called me Annika, and then I was like a junior, so I had him for like almost all four years of high school. And then I was a junior, and another teacher came in and corrected him at one point. And he mm-hmm. said, "Why didn't you tell me this before?" And I'm like, <laughs> I genuinely just do not care. And I think uh-huh. because of how I view my name. It's kind of similar to how I would view my pronouns. Like, I generally do not care what you use to describe me. Mm-hmm. So, it's so I, I think it's super funny. But at the same time, that might, that might actually be true. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I think, I don't, I don't know, like, how I would feel. Because, like, the thing is, for me, I know that if someone, like, used, like, the incorrect, you know, like, pronoun or whatever for me... I wouldn't care because I just like, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not exactly toxic about my masculinity. So I'd be like, yeah. okay, yeah, whatever. Um, but I don't know if it, if, it, if that's the reason why I wouldn't care or if it's because like I secretly wouldn't mind like being like a he, they or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like mostly, I genuinely do not care. And I would say, oh, all prone all pronouns or whatever pronouns you want to use right Mm -hmm. but my like my only like what is it thing is i identify i guess sort of identifies as like a cisgender woman i guess again Mm -hmm. that's up for debate right now 
Mm-hmm. But there's like so much, I guess, like gender discourse and stuff. I genuinely don't know if, oh, me being a cisgender woman, not caring about my pronouns is offensive to anybody, you know? Yeah. And I'm like very worried about that. Well, well, listen, I certainly, I don't think it's offensive because no matter what, everyone goes through something. And yeah. the fact that you're questioning is not a bad thing at all. Um, that is true, yeah. Because n- no one is 100% sure about anything at oh all Oh my times. god, yep, yep. So the fact that you're not sure is completely fine, and you don't have to be sure ever or for a while. That is so reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for for a long time, I was not sure what type of gay I was. Um, <laughs> because like... I, I knew I went like back and forth between like, I like guys, I like girls, I like guys, I like girls, I like other people, I like non-binary pals, I like, yep. you know, and it was just like all this back and forth in my head. And for a while, I was like, I'm just gonna identify as queer, because I just don't know right now. I'm not sure. Um, and it took me until like, probably... I would say junior year of high school where I, I, I was like, you know what, I like the I like the label pansexual, so that's what I'm gonna go as. Do I know what's funny? I I I guess um what is it? So bi um bisexual is typically like what? The attraction to two or more genders, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess pansexuality is the attraction regardless of gender, right? Yeah. So in all I guess what is it? Cases I do not care too, too, too much about gender or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I felt more comfortable with bisexual. And this is like not, um, what is it? This is not me trying to be like anti-pansexual or anything like that. But I felt so much more comfortable with the label of bisexuality than mm-hmm. I did pansexuality. So I'm, I am ident- I identify as bisexual, even though, at least in most cases, I'm not, uh, I'm attracted regardless of gender. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's just a matter of what, you feel more comfortable with and what you think suits you yeah 100% I I could very easily uh go and say yeah I'm bisexual because I I I like two or more genders but I just you know I found the term pansexual and I liked how it felt about me and I think in a lot of ways bi and pan are very easily interchangeable like a Venn diagram (laughs) yeah yeah like there, there's very little stuff that doesn't overlap between the two. I mm-hmm. mean, you could even argue that they are the same because, yeah. like, there are people that argue that, and I, I wouldn't be like, no, you're wrong. I'd be like, okay, if you feel that way, sure. But basically, for me, it was just like, you know, I like how the I, I like how pansexual feels, so I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with that one, and I think that's how a lot of like the queer terms and labels go it's like whatever you feel comfortable in that's what you should choose because you don't want to feel uncomfortable with what you are or what you choose to be and so i think it's better to just go with what you feel comfortable with exactly and i think that that's something a lot of people should try and understand more 
because there's some people who are like, oh, you can't be this. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah, this is one of the things that, oh, because before this, when I was like telling you about, oh, the things we can talk about, mm-hmm. gender envy was one of the topics that came up. And it's something I recently discovered this year, right? Mm-hmm. And then I discovered literally like yesterday that gender envy was a term that only transgender people should use. Mm-hmm. And this is, n- and like, I get it, you know, like, especially when you've been, what is it, like, oppressed for such a long time, you want to, you know, keep your culture to yourself sometimes and mm-hmm. keep it but like there are cisgender people who only identify as cisgender because it's all they've known yeah. they want to explore you know they want to and i think it's one of the like downfalls of our like of the lgbt community is that mm-hmm. a lot of the times we're so scared to share yeah that we don't allow people outside of the lgbt lgbt community to like explore themselves yeah you know, like, because I genuinely think I have, like, some sort of gender envies towards certain, like, people. Like, I, like, I would try on an outfit that I saw a guy wearing and mm-hmm. wish I was, it was seen on me the way it was seen on this guy. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty, I might be, like, you know, taking the term out of what it actually means and you're not using it correctly. But, like, from what I've heard, it's what I genuinely feel. Mm-hmm. And, but because I currently identify as a cisgender woman, it's, difficult for me to explore that you know because yeah like i'm not supposed to feel gender envy as a what is it as a cisgender woman i'm it's apparently just envy Mm -hmm. which i get but it's so difficult for people to what is it explore because we've been stuck in the binary for so long yeah i think you know again this kind of comes down to like the questioning part where it's like Mm -hmm. the thing is you are questioning this it's not like, like you're not straightforward going like yes i am this and that, I think that's perfectly fine because, again, you're not sure. And that's that's fine. Like, yeah. the, the way I see it is there are people who have transitioned and then realized that they were wrong and then they detransitioned. Mm-hmm. And that's fine and that's perfectly okay too. And the fact yeah. that they used all, like, the quote-unquote transgender terms when they did that that's fine because again that is true. You they were right. just they were just questioning it they were trying to figure things out for themselves it wasn't about hurting anyone or degrading anything it was just like i'm trying to figure myself out and i'm trying to see what works and what doesn't right now and i think that you know obviously your intention is not to hurt anyone or make anyone feel bad or take away anyone's culture um it's just you're trying to figure yourself out and that's okay very true oh, it just sucks that i'm so comfortable with identifying as a woman i'm like oh god <laughs> man i hate being a woman <laughs> i hate being cisgender god damn yeah <laughs> uh so i guess along those lines i just kind of i'm interested to hear a, a more general story because you brought up that, like, as, when you were younger, you were, like, more tomboyish. What are your general experiences with gender? Well, it's, um, so I live in a very, like, traditional household and mm-hmm. uh, culture. So while I am, like, you know, constantly telling my parents, hey, don't be homophobic. Hey, don't be transphobic, you know? Um, growing up, I had to discover that on my own. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't realize all these, like, different I guess labels and terms and like oh people can be different than what they were born as Mm -hmm. much until like I want to say eighth maybe high school maybe even like 
because I didn't become I didn't start becoming much of I guess an activist until high school until I guess the bubble I grew up in just kind of popped you know because mm-hmm. I live in a very what is it like a very white conservative town I grew mm-hmm. up in you know the redneck woods of of Massachusetts <laughs> yeah so it was I didn't realize and then you know it's the, the um the what is it the GSA the the stereo unfortunately the stereotypical GSA in <sighs> American high schools, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then like they came out, and like I, they didn't really come out with, and like, but they sort of like, sh- I guess, shared all these terms because, you know, there were people that were in the GSA that, I guess, were like, obviously in my school, like in my classes, and I don't know mm-hmm. why I that like <laughs> took so long for me to say, uh-huh. but <laughs> but like you know like terms like like all like demisexual or non-binary or mm-hmm. things like that I'm like what like i knew i guess knew that transgender existed mm-hmm. but because it had been beat down that oh transgender is bad while i didn't necessarily view it as bad i never really went to try and understand it so it wasn't until high school that i learned about oh these things exist these people exist yeah. and also due to the internet because when i was in high school that's when i started <laughs> getting social media and stuff mm-hmm. So my parents finally let me get an Instagram as a freshman. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There is a really big issue with like the public education system. I don't. I mm-hmm. can't. I, I can't say anything about the private education system because I don't. I've never been a part of. Yeah. It. I don't know anything about it, but the public education system, uh, from what I've seen anyway, does very little if if nothing to kind of bring awareness and teach about all of like the the queer things you know uh like growing up i was never taught about these things that I, that there are people who are non-binary that i could be non-binary that like yeah you know all these different things and i didn't know about it until i realized that i was queer in some way and i started researching it because I was like, well, if I'm queer, I want to know more about like other people who are queer in different ways. And so for me, it basically like I had to go out of my way to figure these things out and learn about them. And the only reason that that happened was because I was queer. If I, if I was straight, I probably would never have really learned about these things until very recently because of like how how uh prominent it is in social media mm-hmm. but you know up until that point nothing there probably would have been nothing like yes i would have known that transgender people existed but my 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 idea and view of them would have been very very median like it wouldn't have had like much leaning towards one side or the other or understanding same until i like learned more about that community and things like that i was very much just like oh they exist okay Mm -hmm. whatever like you know it didn't really affect me so i didn't really have an opinion on it yeah and that's i think (laughs) because i mean school systems already do a pretty bad job of teaching sex education yeah but i feel like there needs to be more there that's also like at least giving resources to like kind of like show that all of these uh queer things are 
existent like they exist because a lot of people don't know and then they go years of their life like feeling like they're like weird or strange or that they there's something wrong with them when there isn't and uh i think that's something that the school system really needs to change as much as i love to brag about oh i grew up in public american public school i have experiences that no one else ever could mm-hmm. and as much fun as it brought me i really i would have i would trade all that in for like genuine education on like minority groups mm-hmm. that would have changed i think a, unfortunately i think a lot of the fact that i a lot oh my god i literally cannot speak today this is what <laughs> happens when you try to talk to me at 10 a.m oh my god uh-huh. <laughs> um i think like the one of the genuine reasons why i ended up learning so much about LGBT culture, or at least as much as I know now, mm-hmm. is because I was already a minority. Like, b- besides being bisexual, I was already a minority in my town, in my school. Yeah. So I unfortunately had to learn like a lot of harsh truths going up, growing up. Mm-hmm. And so I guess because I know I'm one minority and now I'm another, I had to, you know, f- figure it out myself. And then God bless the internet, I figured out mm-hmm. everything else alongside that. Yeah. How has being Asian affected, like, all of these other things about you? I mean, gen- generally speaking. Yeah, well, obviously, I I come from a very traditional household, you know, which is, mm-hmm. like, I could get, I could go on and on about it. But, you know, like, a lot of the reason I think this is not to, you know, not to, like, hate on white people or anything. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's all right. It's all right. Go ahead. Do it. I'm a white a man. A lot of the reason why my family is so traditional is due to, like, you know, colonization. Because mm-hmm. Cambodia, the country where my family is from, was colonized by the French. And so, you know, mm-hmm. the white man put their ideals on us. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I know this is the case for um, Filipino culture, but, like, indigenous, like, before colonization culture, they're, like, they didn't have an opinion on gender. Mm-hmm. And this is also something I had to come to terms with myself. So I'm a Buddhist. Mm-hmm. Um, cult- and so I'm Buddhist religiously and culturally, you know, because that's the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. The Cambodian culture is the one that, I guess, rejects the LGBT community. Being Buddhist, like the religion itself, has no opinion on that. Yeah. If anything, you should respect a gay man just as much as you should respect a straight one in yeah. that culture, in that eyes. Because, you know, karma and everything. Mm-hmm. But that is something I had to come to terms with, I guess, like anyone does. Like, if you anyone of any religion, you know, Christianity, things like that. Because mm-hmm. I know in my culture, like the culture my parents was raised in, the culture I would find back in Cambodia if I ever visited again. Yeah. Again, I, I, I talk as this have been, oh my God. <laughs> but but yeah, it's, it's something I had to, because I love being Cambodian. I love being a Buddhist. Mm-hmm. But there, obviously there are aspects that I hate about it, which is again, like the exclusivity again, of LGBT community. The LGBT community. Oh my god! <laughs> I am. Oh my god. Okay. I. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> it's ten a.m. That's all I have. Yeah. That's all I have. You're good. You're good. <laughs> but yeah, I like. I guess it. It took me a long time to realize that. Oh, I can be Buddhist, and you know, my my religion literally has nothing to do with hating the LGBT <laughs> community. You know. Yeah. Like. Because, like, oh, my God, if I was, like, publicly out and, you know, visibly, I guess, gay in Cambodia, I would probably get hate-crimed. Mm-hmm. 
And then I'm like, you know what, though? Like, Buddhism is supposed to be accepting of all and it's supposed to be respectful of all. So that has to include gay people. Because, like, you know, and then I'm like, culturally, like, the people at the temple I attend would say no. Mm -hmm. My parents would say no. Mm -hmm. But, you know, according to the teachings and everything, it's supposed to be accepting. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, probably, you know what? Probably even the monks would agree with me. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot you, there's a lot of drama with the monks at my temple for some reason. I don't know. Oh my god. Monks get down, man. Monks get down. It's <laughs> good to know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that, you know, growing up for me, because uh, obviously well, I, I don't know why I said obviously, this that sounds weird. But like I am I am privileged because I am a white male, and that's just mm-hmm. inherently part of our culture, sadly. Hi, future editing Ryan here, because I just want to clarify a few things. I don't know where I'm inserting this, but I, I just want to clarify a few things. Um, first of all, the things that I'm talking about here, uh, the like the, the problems that I'm talking about are in no way worse than what others go through and i'm not trying to devalue other hardships from other other cultures i do not want to do that ever and that is not what i'm trying to do here i just wanted to bring up some issues that white queer people who grow up in traditionally white american conservative and conservative communities face may face or may face uh, because i believe that all these things deserve to be talked about but i just want to clarify it because i'm paranoid about things and i don't want to ever hurt anyone i do not mean to devalue anything else because this is very very first world very privileged problem to have okay so just i don't mean anything by other than to just simply bring it up um also i i know that there isn't really a white culture i use terms like that to encompass the privileges and stereotypes that are held for white people and the ideals with which white people are typically quote unquote supposed to withhold so when i say things like that i don't i know there's not actually a white culture like that's not a thing i understand that i'm just kind of using terms like that to kind of better uh encompass what i'm talking about I hope that makes sense. Sorry to interrupt. Back to your regularly scheduled podcast. <laughs> and so, I, growing up like in that family and in the community that was predominantly white, um, it definitely, you know, it was it was hard for me because like I didn't know what was culturally okay for me to do and say. Yeah. Like I. Like when I when I realized that I was gay, I was like, "Is this even okay? Am I allowed to be gay?" Um, and I I don't know. Like, but other aspects of my life kind of told me otherwise. And I think that you know I really had to, and I still I still do. But you know I had to fight like all these white stereotypes, which is like you know I, I have to try and kind of break down like all of these prejudices that white people have and i have to try to you know think of a way to i don't know just say like hey white people stop it (laughs) you had to kind of like fight your own you know yeah yeah because where i'm at you know i don't know it's i had to really kind of fight against like what i was expected to be as a white man and just Mm -hmm. 
try and be my own self outside of being a white man um, and all of the privileges that that gave me. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of the reason why, like, I am the way that I am today and why I was able to kind of, like, break out of that to some degree is because, number one, like, my mom, she was just, like, she she was just as accepting of everyone as like it didn't matter who you were to her like if if you were kind and a nice person that was enough and growing up with that as my mom I was like okay good great yes um (laughs) and then like also growing up like almost all of my like good close friends and best friends were girls and so I think that that was well number one it was it was like hey you're gay but also it's like you know you you don't you can kind of you don't have to just be the stereotypical guy and just yeah. have only guy friends like no you can you can do whatever you want Ryan well not whatever you want <laughs> but you know you can make your own choices that's right i can and so can you fellow viewer <laughs> listener <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh and then if I had a, you know, like a sponsor, <laughs> this is where the There's the spot. Yep, that's the sponsorship <laughs> right there. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> moving on. Anyway, um, how have your music tastes been influenced oh, by yeah, your queerness? Oh, yeah, I mentioned that. Well, I, I, think you, I think you guys even did an episode of, like, Girl in Red, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just because, like, like I think this is th- thanks to TikTok again and, you know, <laughs> COVID-19, I guess. Mm-hmm. But... F- Recently, like, a lot of, I guess, sexualities and, like, things have, LGBT-adjacent things have been associated with songs. Like, bisexuality can be described as sweater weather. Mm-hmm. And um, being a lesbian, or at least being a person, a girl who likes girls, or um, I don't know what the exact, in termi- all-inclusive terminology <laughs> is for that. But um, you would listen to Girl in Red if you liked mm-hmm. girls, you know? And, oh my god, there's, like, there's so much more. And then recently, again, this is why I'm like, ah, crap, what is my gender? Uh-huh. She, like, being, identifying, using, the, okay, using the pronoun, pron- oh my god! <laughs> this is a really, you know, we're really <laughs> struggling this episode. Oh my god. But yeah, um, using or questioning if you should use she, they pronouns was associated a lot with mother, mother. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you've you listened to mother, mother, but that I, stuff goes hard. I have not, but I will after this. It is very, very good. I enjoy it a lot. <laughs> I And like now, I would, I, I hate to say it, but it's thanks to TikTok that I've expanded my music taste. Mm-hmm. And I like genuinely like Mother Mother too, which is so funny because I'm like, oh, maybe maybe she they, maybe yeah. she they, yeah. you know? Go TikTok, pop off. Literally, think. Oh my god, <laughs> TikTok actually like got so a lot of music like trending again, mm-hmm. and like yeah. music that hadn't been in like the top 100 for like over a decade have hit top 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm also hearing like a lot of music that kind of like gains popularity on tiktok actually oh yeah like the mainstream now and it's like yeah that's great i don't don't know if you know who penelope scott is um she released i think the song's called rat and Mm -hmm. it's like the um oh my god i don't want to sing 
because I'm not a good <laughs> singer. But it like it goes. It's like um, it talks about like I guess people you looked up to, mm-hmm. and then it's I don't know if you can swear on your show. Oh, you can go but, ahead. Oh, okay. But it's like there's like one line, and it goes like, "You dumb motherfucker! I loved you. I loved you." Oh I yes, that, that song. Uh-huh. Yeah, she wrote that song. And, like, you know, gave a small clip it on... A clip it? What the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. We, I, it's like mouths are moving, but brains aren't <laughs> keeping up. Here at the Kind of Queer Podcast, we don't have brains. We just talk. <laughs> Head empty, no thoughts. <laughs> yes. It's basically but what yeah. this is. Uh, yeah, no. I... You know, the, the thing is, I, I want to make a petition because... The thi- like, the 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 thing is like you know they'll say like you know gay people listen to like Lady Gaga or uh, yes that is another s- stuff gay like stereotype. that right but yes. I also I also want to make it known that if you are a guy and you listen to Big Time Rush unironically <laughs> you pro- you're prob you're probably gay prob. <laughs> Pro- if you listen to Big Time Rush at all, you're probably gay. Oh my god, wait. You know what else kind of make makes... Oh my god. Hold on. Thoughts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Gather the, the thoughts. <laughs> oh lord. Uh-huh. But something else that I guess made me realize... I, I'm just... I just remembered this now. This was also a really funny meme too. Mm-hmm. Um, Jade's Countdown and Take a Hint. The one... or. <laughs> I don't know if she goes one, two, three, or three, two, yeah. one. I can't think right now. My head is only Jade from Victorious. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I was when she when she counted down. Who, who? Oh God, that yeah, that yeah. made me realize I like girls. Yeah, can I just say Jade and Beck from Victorious, one of the hottest couples possible. Yes, literally. Yes. Oh my God. Um, what is it? What's his name? At- Avian Jogi, I can never pronounce his name right. I feel terrible. Avian Jogi, I think. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, he's on TikTok now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is a beautiful thing. Oh, one hundred percent. Get to see his wonderful, handsome face. Like yes, it's he, oh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Adam. Yes, that, that is just the, that. Yes, that, we are yep. so gay. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> it's a, you know. It, Despite, like, if you went into this podcast without, like, listening to any of the parts where we specifically say that we're gay and you ignore the title kind of queer podcast, <laughs> can I just say, it would be so ob- <laughs> it would be so obvious to anyone listening, like, wow, these two are so fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You- oh, my God. I don't know. Oh my god! I have the humor of a of a twelve year old boy. <laughs> I named okay. On I'm I've recently started playing a lot of Minecraft. Oh lord! Mm-hmm. And um, I named my chest plate boobies. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> like just like boobies and letters. It's like the parentheses space period parentheses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh god! Oh my god! My I'm... mind. <laughs> I I'll I'm gonna tell you a secret. It's not really a secret. I don't give a damn. But oh, I hope you know you're telling it. You're on a podcast right now. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite video games is uh, Mortal Kombat, and I I is it I, because I, of the boobies? No, no. <laughs> that's actually not why. I more, <laughs> well, I mean, you, not 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 <gasps> not the female boobies. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so they added Rambo as a guest character, and he's he's always like you know sad because of war and things in his like all of his dialogues, and um, I nickname like all of my character all of, like the characters weird things, and mm-hmm. I nicknamed Rambo Big Titty Goth BF. I'm looking at a picture right now, and it fits. Yeah, it fits. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, this dude got big titties. He really does. Oh, my God. That side boob, though. (laughs) He has bigger titties than I do. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, one of the many things. And then there's there's a character named Gyrus who's just like, and I just like, I nicknamed him Gyrus Winky Face. It's just like, you know, small things like that. It's just, I'm ashamed of myself, but I'm not. I mean, I am, but I'm not. Oh, wow. Oh, no, I get it. I'm just looking. I'm Googling pictures as we record. I'm, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, you know, just one, just one of those things. So, yeah, kind of boobies, but also kind not. Of but not the female boobies. The movies, the male the, boobies. The, the movies, yes. <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> this is going to be this is such a stark transition. Being that we both went to a journalism program, do you feel that or your other desires to take action on social issues have been influenced by you being queer? 100%. Yeah. I get, it's like, oh, no one else wants to fight for your rights, so you got to fight for your own, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Again, I would say that my activi- a lot of my activism stems from, oh, I grew up different, you know? Yeah. Not, not specifically different because I'm queer, but different, you know, just all around and so you know once you once you get into one rabbit hole you just keep going mm-hmm. so yeah like definitely being queer has definitely influenced like how i how i not only view the world but how i like fight for everything and mm-hmm. how much of an activist i've become my parents hate it my parents absolutely hate it uh-huh yeah i found that definitely once i started like being like yes i'm part of the queer community i was i definitely like just all of that ramped up by so much um yeah i mean this podcast is an is a great example like i would, <laughs> I would never have fucking done this but now i yeah. am um and like a lot of it's just because i want to i want to give other people you know, a chance to tell their story and talk about their experiences and have other people listen and be like, yeah, that's me. I can see that. I can see myself in this person or or I can see myself in this person, this really weird person who's talking about Rambo's big titties and (laughs) big time rush on the podcast. Like, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, but no, um definitely like the like the thing is one of my best friends of of senior year of high school and then through like till today um is trans and like because of that i was definitely i definitely went into like wow i fucking I mean, I, I did before, but especially, like, because yeah. after this and, like, after I was, I was like, yes, I'm part of the queer community. I was like, I fucking hate transphobes. And, oh, like, my, yep, yep. And, I thought you were going to say a completely different sentence for a minute there. I was, like, so worried. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, no. But, like, it's, there. 
there's so many things that being queer has made me be like, oh, I I love all people except for those who hate mm-hmm. other people. Exactly. Which is kind of strange because I don't know I don't know if you remember this, but I did uh one of my articles that I wrote in the journalism program was about ice cream. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was the I think that was the one of the best ones to be honest. That yeah. was the one we everyone liked the most. And then, you did a podcast I on did ice a, cream. I did a podcast on ice cream. I remember. <laughs> I, oh my god, I was mad at you because you didn't include my part. <laughs> well, because you I listen, I would have. I definitely would have. But <laughs> when I hit record, it didn't actually record. So I lost like five people's what? recordings. <laughs> and oh. I was so sad and I felt so bad. But I, I, looking back on that now, it's just like, wow, Ryan, you went from recording a fucking janky ass ice cream podcast this and also the whole point of that podcast was me like playing the devil's advocate and being like wow your ice cream choices you were like a complete asshole about ice cream (laughs) yeah i didn't think you could get any worse yeah and and now here i am (laughs) accepting all people it's like it's like well I was a complete 180, but you know I'll take oh my it. God. So you know, I'd say I've I've made some progress. You've made immense progress. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's still up? Oh, podcast? it is. It is. It is. Yep. Oh lord. <laughs> it certainly. Put it is. in the description link. Oh god, I'll put it in the description. But listen, if you if any of you want to listen to it, the I I am embarrassed to listen to it because I don't like listening to myself. But but it, I I still think it was good. Oh my god, if you look up the like the what is it? The thingy, the the mm-hmm. journalism collaborative or whatever, mm-hmm. the first thing that pops up is my video. <laughs> oh. I feel accomplished. <laughs> oh, that great ice cream conundrum. Yep, there it is. <laughs> oh my god, wait, and then there's you the JFK moonshot AR game Oh god. Play. Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> So many things that happened that week. Was it just a week? It did not feel. It like was just a, week. a week. It did not. It felt like a, like like a like a whole semester. I felt it like did. it. It generally felt like a college experience. It did, and I'm happy that I got it because my lord mm-hmm. was that fun. It was also yeah. really stressful. Like I worked so much because I was the only one ever. You had like three. Yeah, I was the only person ever to write three articles. And then I did a like a multimedia piece for each of them, including a podcast. Yeah. Like my lord. <laughs> I don't know why you did. Like I was only given one, <laughs> and like I was like, oh, I'm I'm down to take more. They didn't give me more, mm-hmm. so like for half of the week I was done, and I was like, oh, just enjoying myself. And then they ended up cutting my piece in half, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, what happened is, I. I was assigned, like, basically, I I was assigned two because they were unsure on both of them whether or not I would actually be able to do them. So they're yeah. like, we're giving you both of these options, expecting one of them to not work. Um, mm-hmm. And then they had you, they asked if people wanted to do, like, extra ones for fun, like, that they had listed, like, on a, like, a 
pamphlet of papers or whatever and I was like yeah I'll do one of these because it sounds fun so basically I started doing that and then I started doing like one of the ones that I was assigned and then like the other one that they had assigned me they're like oh you're you'll you can actually you'll actually be able to do both of these so oh my God. pick pick whichever one you'd rather do and I was like I was like well does that mean the other one gets dropped they're like yeah I'm like well I'll just do all of them then Oh my god, I remember. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and they doubted me, but I did it. <laughs> you did it. No, and like they were shocked too. Yeah, that was that was certainly something. Cuz actually no, what happened was one of them didn't end up working. Um, but there's an event going on like in the Boston Commons that I that they're like here here's a quick spur of the moment thing that you can go do. So I went yeah. and I did that, and then the when I got back they're like, oh, so this one actually is working. I'm like, well, I did that. I have to do this one. Well, I don't have to, but I should do this one. And <laughs> I also want to do the one that I picked for fun. So it's like, guess I'm doing three now. Mm -hmm. And now I've realized that this podcast just turned into talking about journalism programs. You know what? That's okay. Sometimes, <laughs> even though it's a queer podcast, it doesn't have to be queer 100%. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like 50-50. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I... <laughs> I did that, and that was fun, and that kind of helped teach me that I didn't really want to do journalism. <laughs> Honestly, I I really I I really enjoy journalism still, but yeah. it was just a really good experience nonetheless. I mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a comp sci major. <laughs> I don't. I just you you know what? I just know I don't want to do comp sci. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I realized that I didn't want to do like actual written journalism because I was like, you know, I. Because number one, yeah. I don't. I know that I'm not a great writer. I don't think I'm that great of a writer. Um, but also, like, it just seems like such an exhausting thing to do. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely. I I am interested in like the whole entire like journalism thing, where it's like all the different offshoots that you can do. Yeah, and this hey, this is one of them. Exactly. This is. It's kind of why, I I was like I want to do creative like things like this podcast so maybe who knows maybe if i never did the journalism thing i wouldn't have made this podcast you wouldn't have and i wouldn't be on it <laughs> exactly wow what a world this is oh my god yeah <laughs> um the final question i have for you is are there any other aspects of your life that have been affected by your queerness huh you're, you're you're hitting the deep questions. I don't think about this stuff. <laughs> oh, oh trust God, me, I really neither should. do I. I really should think about this stuff more often considering I am, you know, gay. I, but <laughs> That is something that I legitimately think about often, too. It's like, I should think about this stuff more often, but I don't. Um, <laughs> so I get it. I understand. I, but oh like for the podcast, I'm just like, deep questions. Let's Deep questions. Let's. let's tear into these people's lives and cue the existential crisis <laughs> yes humiliate them live it's not live <laughs> and i'm not trying to humiliate anyone oh my god i don't is, everything is like stupid surface level with me like the only thing i can think of right now is that i made a cottagecore lesbian house in minecraft <laughs> that's the only thing that's coming in my head uh, i mean minecraft is life so. Minecraft is life. Minecraft is love. Creeper, <laughs> all man. I definitely, I love that you made a cottage called Minecraft house. <laughs> I have a bird named Bianca. 
Oh my, She's my pride and joy. God, yes. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Like, yeah, I guess the only thing I can think of that were affected by my queerness were like, I guess, like, like, just like, again, surface level, but like taste and stuff and like random things. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, I don't, like, you know, I think like there was the whole rage with like, oh, the cottagecore lesbian things, like I mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. And things that are associated with the cottagecore lesbian stuff are mushrooms and like, <sighs> frogs and you know stereotypical the cottagecore dresses and like all those things and Mm -hmm. i i have a lot of plants in my room i don't know if that means anything but i have a crap ton of succulents i need to figure out what i'm gonna do with (laughs) when i move out because i'm literally moving into my dorms this friday wow that yeah how will you have fun with that (laughs) god i'm i'm yeah i don't know oh my god (laughs) How many um, queers do you think will be on my floor? At least two. At le- yeah, at least two. At least two. You'll you'll find them. You'll find them. <laughs> oh, just go around asking, hey, are you a cottage court lesbian? Hey, do you listen to Sweater Weather? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I what's, would be doing. What's the pansexual anthem? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, there probably isn't one that's well known. And if I had to, like come up with one i would probably wouldn't be able to do it because like i just don't know that much music but i can say like i i know that this is just me being gay but back in the day uh poker face oh my god wait poker face was just like my jam so i'm going on reddit for this And also, Reddit is a scary place. Oh, it is. Yes, for sure. Um, and then also, like, I feel like if you've ever played Just Dance and you actually legitimately enjoy it, you're gay. Um, oh my God! Wait, you're so right. Mm-hmm. Okay, according to this Reddit thread, "Everybody Talks" by Neon Trees. I'm pretty sure I've heard that song before, but like, I don't everybody remember. Everybody talks. Everybody. Yeah. Talks okay, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I, I guess I'm okay with that. I'll accept <laughs> it. Could be better, oh, though. Oh, you know that song was actually genuinely about being gay or being a member of the LGBT community. I, the, um, the singer recently came out about that. Yeah, I heard about that. And then I kind of forgot about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, cool, another gay musician. <laughs> also, I guess I guess I do have another question for you. Um, I don't know, I guess I'll just ask like the, the stupid easy question. Um, but if you had be- to pick between a boyfriend and a girlfriend, which would you choose? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> it, oh, oh, okay. Um, oh, oh God. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it, uh, this is going to sound horrible, but it depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Do I have to bring someone home <laughs> to meet my parents? No, Probably no. Leave it at... L- Keep it in secret. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like, okay, to be fair, I haven't had a lot of um, relationships with other girls. Mostly do. Again, I live in a very conservative town. Yeah. And so I feel like I'd say I'd want a girlfriend because I've only had, like, I guess bad experiences with guys. And I feel, I'm ho- at least hoping that, you know, a girl might be more, Yeah. I guess, understand. You know, like, it's like how, again, I'm like... Like, will I, how will I, I don't know. I don't, you're putting me in a buy panic. Stop it. Stop it. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Making me rethink my whole life. God damn. 
<laughs> well, I mean, uh, I know <laughs> uh, my answer. I'll give you my answer. My answer, uh, and I, I'm, the thing is, I know that I'm excluding, you know, like non-binary people in, in this question. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And I, I truly apologize. But this is. This is very much a surface level question. This is Yes, 100%. This is on the spot thinking surface level question um for me i know that like all men suck right but also if i'm dating a guy that means he's gay and that means he's less sucky and also like i just like the idea of like dating a guy more but also what you mean but also also i feel like i feel like this is why some of the queers really really have it figured out because the thing is, if I, a guy, date a guy, we just generically know each other better because we're both guys. True. That That is true. That was a point I was going to make. Like, if I dated a girl, you know what? Like, I wouldn't have to worry about, like, tampons when I go over her exactly. house, you know? Yeah, like a, like a guy, like guys know what guys go through and girls know what go- girls go through. And so it's exactly. kind of like, again, this is all surface level, very surface level. But, you know, generally speaking, I, f- I think queers are superior. <laughs> that is true. I, uh, I, I, superior to the, what is it, the, the basis of American society, which is white <laughs> cis male. Yes, yes. And a hundred times better if the white cis male is a, a Republican. Oh my God, yes, please. I guess with that being said, do you have any questions for me? Or is there anything that you would like to say to the listeners? Um, don't do drugs. <laughs> listeners, don't do drugs. That's, that, yeah. Don't. That's it. That, that's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? That's you good. You put me on the spot. You put me on the spot. I know. And I do that to literally every person that I ever have on. Oh. I always ask that question at the end. Um, and it always, everyone always panics and it's kind of great. (laughs) I kind of love it. Um, but you know, I always get good answers and (laughs) don't do drugs is a good answer. It's a very valid answer. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. (laughs) My God. Anyone who watches this episode is probably going to think we were on drugs or something. Well, (laughs) (laughs) you got something to tell me, right? No, I, I, swear on god himself i don't believe in god but i swear on god himself that i have never actually done a drug like an actual drug like painkillers yeah like ibuprofen yeah but like you know when i when i have a headache i have never done a drug i've never I've never drank alcohol. I'm such a fucking lame 19-year-old. It's I mean, it's good. <laughs> but also, I am I'm very lame. And uh, you know, that's That's what college is for. That's what college is for. That's what college is for, but also, I don't think I'm going to I think I'm going to continue to be lame on my oh, own my oh own no. choice. So Oh no. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey, well, you have a podcast. I don't know if that makes you lamer or lame less lame. Well, considering it's a podcast about being queer, <laughs> <laughs> probably more on the lame side. 
Oh my god. <laughs> well, <laughs> with that being said, thank you so much for joining me, Annika. Uh, of course, this was fun. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I really do just sound like I'm on drugs, but I'm not, I swear. Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds so high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's been fun. Seriously, thank you. Uh, yeah. And thank you, listeners, for listening to this episode. And keep listening. Yes. You gosh darn better. <laughs> or else I'll come for you. Bust your kneecaps in. Yes, I will. I have the ability to do that somehow. Um, oh. <laughs> Track every single one of you down and yes. just, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this has been the Kind of Queer Podcast. Hosted by a couple of kind of queer folks. Oh, God. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> I, I I have to try to push, like, the, the, uh, the inherent, you know, uh, oh, my God, I'm not, see, now I'm struggling. Uh, I'm rubbing off, I'm rubbing off. No, stop, stop rubbing off on me. Um. <laughs> You know, I have to fight off, like, the inherent, uh, I cannot, wow, my, my, like the, oh my god, oh my god, oh, I know, I, I know what you're, I, I think I know what you're trying to say, yeah. but I can't think of it either. Mm-hmm. The inherent, is it like, no, maybe the, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I literally said the word not too long ago, also, this is my brain shutting down. <laughs> Oh my god, I haven't had a cup of coffee yet. Oh <laughs> lord. Um It's the opposite of prejudice. <laughs> it, 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 uh, oh my god, what's the, Is it except tolerance? Acceptance? Uh, no. opposite of prejudice. Opposite of prejudice. Why does my mind know it but my mouth doesn't want to say it? I don't know. I I can't think of it. I'll just I'll reword <laughs> it. I'll reword it. 